Hi, I wanted to welcome everybody to the podcast. Um, I wanted to start this podcast by saying uh, this episode is filled with lots of profanity. So if that's not your cup of tea, please do not listen to this episode. It has more profanity than usual. But this episode is very interesting and it's someone that is very near and dear to my heart and I think his story is fascinating and should be heard. I think he has a very interesting view on life. I think he's very smart and I think there's a lot to gain from him if we listen and I think he can learn a lot also by listening to himself um, in the future. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you take something away from it. And if you'd like to ask any questions, please feel free to leave us a voice message. Our phone number is on the bottom of the, on our links and you can feel free to ask anything and I will ask him on air next time because I do plan to have him back. So thank you again for listening to us. We, we are grateful in every way. Thank you for hanging in there with us and um, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Hey. <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> it's good to have you here. It is good. Good to be down here. Good. Good. So I wanted to introduce you, but I don't want to use the you want to make up unless you want to make a name for yourself. You want me to make a name up for myself? Yeah. yeah what would, would you like your name to be? Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty crazy, huh? I said interesting. All right. Okay. <laughs> but uh, you have a very interesting story, and I think I think people will be very intrigued by things you've been through and how you see things. And because I know I am. All right. I don't know how you want to start, or uh, I mean. I'll, I'll follow your lead. Yeah. Well, I mean, what do you want? So, what do you, you just asking me to basically make a biography about myself? Yeah, I want to I wanna learn about you. Like, I know that you have had a transition and you have learned how to be out here in the world right. and from being incarcerated. So, well, I, mean, I guess. To start, to start it off, I can tell you. My damn daddy left the best part of me on my mama's leg, so the oh, story ain't, ain't gonna do nothing but descend. <laughs> well, but um, all right. Oh hell, I'm 29 years old, and living on my dad's property. I mean, I feel fine mentally <laughs> and physically. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've grown to not like just society as it is. Not pe- not everybody in society, but society itself. Um, I got a job. I've been working for about 
11 months now. And I like it. Mm-hmm. I have fun while I do it. Uh, and it's been paying most of my bills since I've had it. Has so, it been a big adjustment for, for you since you've been out? I mean, what has been the biggest adjustment? Oh, uh, interacting and interacting with people and making decisions based on connections with other I mean with just with other people just trying to connect with them yeah connect and I guess I wouldn't call it ties but just a want of people's presence you know I guess relationships I don't know yeah it's okay not to know especially since you're from such a hard place too where I'm sure Dale, it was completely different. No, no, not really. No? No. You just, everybody was on the same page. It wasn't always bullshit. Whenever it was good, it was good. When it was chaos, it was real chaos. I mean, it was just structured. I mean, it might sound crazy, but you know, whenever you walk out of a cell door, that you're you know what to expect you know to have your guard up you know not to talk to nobody not to deal with nobody or leave i mean just you know you can start a conversation with your damn eyes Mm -hmm. and you just gotta really it's easier to maintain than it is on the street it's easier to deal with a whole bunch of damn inmates than it is to deal with your family because mm-hmm. them motherfuckers don't know you they don't want to know you and the ones that do hell half the time are convicts and trying to get something from you so you learn just to leave people the fuck alone and just be mm-hmm. you know once you damn once you learn to or not actually learn to but once you just commit to knowing your surroundings and knowing demeanors and actually being present mm-hmm. every every damn day and being conscious of everything you know you just I really can't explain it to you so out here when you're out here I'm going to call it like the free it's world like, which is not really like free out, out here yeah you're definitely not free out here it's like they got more of a cover over your head than they do in there because in there right. you know you know what to deal with, you know how to deal with the people that you're around, the settings you're putting yourself in, you know. And there, it is pretty fucking simple. You go over here, you're gonna be dealing with these people. If you go over here, you're gonna be dealing with these motherfuckers. So, whatever cup of tea you're drinking today, I advise you to fix it and get the fuck where you're going. <laughs> This shit out yeah. here, people have so many interactions with different people and so many damn, I don't want to say dependence, but people are so dependent on others that they don't even damn, they forget how to deal with their sales. And then mm-hmm. they take that out on everybody else. Yeah. Even the, even the people that I ain't taking it out on people that are suffering or just keeping it in. Hell, you can you can tell them too. Right. Just you no know, sitting around doing so much time and 
actually learning how to read people's body language and you know and it's real messed up because i could be wrong about a lot of stuff because i didn't have nothing but convicts to observe but you know now i'd say eight times out of ten my intuition has been right on a lot of shit i just have you know i haven't gave a damn right so you went from being having to be this really tough man you don't inside of the prison it's, and then you come like, out here and you're supposed to be like already ready to be somebody else like everybody expects you to be somebody else no I can't say that. I mean, everybody's just telling me to be myself that knows me. And like I said, what's hard is going out and meeting new people, you know, getting acquainted with yourself out here. I know myself in there, but I know myself personally anyways, you know, no matter where mm -hmm. I'm at. And that's, the, you know, what a lot of people out here don't know. And they don't want to deal with themselves, so they put it off on other people and then find other obstacles to run down and, you know, just distractions and new obstacles. No mm -hmm. matter the sense of anybody else's pockets or morals, mentality, anything. And yeah. It's just crazy. It is crazy. Life is already like, crazy to deal with anyway. It's just like cleaning your room. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of people don't know how to clean, but once you're taught, you know how to damn clean. <laughs> and a lot of people don't care to be clean. That's nasty. Yeah. People out, here, people out here don't even give a damn about touching you, rubbing you, bothering you, affecting you. They don't give a damn as long as they get their goal accomplished or halfway met. You know, they're all for it. Whether it's right. towards you or... You know, I don't know. So I does it does it bother you that the structure is not out here? Uh, well, yeah. There's a lot of structure out here, but people just don't have to follow it. Right. Hey, ain't nobody referring to you. That's funny. But yeah, oh, um, it's just hard deal dealing with situations out here because you know it's not even individuals; it's society, it's mm -hmm. the cost of living, it's the mockery of the Constitution, it's mm -hmm. the manipulation, and is manipulating kids it's not just me you know mm -hmm. it's it's the process of learning and everything of what's being taught you know it's great that we have school system but honestly what's being taught mm -hmm. teachers, teachers will honestly sit there and look you in your face and tell you yeah we had to teach it to them but i'm sure that they won't ever even experience it but they know how to do it you know in mm -hmm. our reality yeah. I don't ever feel like anybody's even teaching us anything. 
I feel like they're just reminding us and refreshing us on our knowledge we already obtained. Right. Mm-hmm. We've been belittled and stupid so much that we have to see in order to do because that's what we think we have to do. And, it, you know, it's just a routine that we're taught. Like a program. Right. Mm-hmm. It's all just a manipulation. Right. But that's all depending on where you're born, what family you're born into, what process you take in life, what steps you take. And, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, there's just like you go from standard kids to smart kids to, act, you know, program challenge kids. Like, how? why do they have that for different kids? Because they learn faster? That don't make any sense. You're still giving these children a chance to divide and actually, you know, instead of giving them all the knowledge and even if they don't understand it, put their ass through the classes. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's just... So it's like na- nature versus nurture. If they yeah. have to be nurturing and the the parenting skills maybe these kids would be all the to be honest with you, the easiest way to explain it, I mean it all boils down to me is greed and selfishness. I even catch myself doing it sometimes, but it's only when I'm to the point of you know, it's like all right, if I don't do this, I'm gonna lose my shit. And you know, then I make my decisions based off of my own reasoning and stuff like that. I always been in prison, not even being in prison, being out here as a young kid making crazy ass decisions or life changing decisions. Um, you know, it taught me to damn actually look at shit and think about it, not just the the damn punishment of it but the reality of things you know mm-hmm. and I felt like the things that I, were do- I was doing I was in control of but <clears throat> you know it, it's all a game and mm-hmm. if you play along with it and play in tune you're just going to become a modern day slave if, mm-hmm. if you're a part of society if you're not and you're homebound and your people's damn staying on your ass and teaching you and not allowing you to be on everything that's available today. You know, as far as internet, uh, even cable, man. Yeah. If you, if you was to watch just basic cable, you'd be surprised at the stuff that you can receive and why that's all you can receive. Yeah. So, like, yeah. funny shit like that. Yeah. What we're being fed in our brains. <laughs> right. The energies we're being fed, the 5G networks that we're using, they're telling everybody on national television, we are setting up, oh, we are setting up satellites and towers out here to create radiation to kill you motherfuckers, but we want y'all to come and pay us to use it. Come on and use it, but we want you to know it's killing you, it's frying you. And what do we do? Like I say, I find myself falling victim to the dumb shit. I got two um, iPhones on me now. Both of them. Not even one, man. You got you got ten G. 
<laughs> right. I'm I'm trying to shit out my body. That's why I can't continue talking. <laughs> I mean, it's sad. And it's just reality. Folks would be like, man, it ain't serious. Go evil rising damn message. I meant little commercial and look at the end of it. It tells you ass that. But you know what's it's so funny about the human race is that we can be told stuff, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We take right. it in. We're like, oh, that can kill us. I'll take two. <laughs> people don't. People, if you ask a lot of people, what's the point in their existence? They'll look at you and say, well, hell, I don't know my point in life. What's your point in life? I, what the fuck do you mean your point? I didn't ask you your purpose. I asked you, what does your existence mean? What does it matter to anybody? People can't under so many people are tongue t- twisted out here and can sit there and say what they're trying to say, but never actually just say it. You know, they mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know how to talk, right? And whenever they get held accountable for it, they look at the person holding them accountable for it like they're a dumbass. Like, why do you have to be technical, man? Because Real frustrating to be out here just to have to deal with the free will of people being careless and having authority and actually being able to make the decision to treat people like that. And it's not right. right. People are They're, not judged yeah. by their character. They're given authority. I mean, some are even given authority due to the ability to, you know, have that, uh, I guess, abusive quality yeah quality right Mm -hmm. it's just whenever you come out and you know that and you've already done pretty much everything that Mm -hmm. you could do to people for their knowledge for their dollar for their wife for their you know for anything for any gain from another person I've done, I've mastered, I would like to think, I ain't going to say I mastered it, but I've done it enough times to know, you know, the ball field, you know, and things along the lines with that. And whenever I damn just look and see people, (laughs) I see it. And people don't understand that because how I carry myself and whenever I just look at them or I give them time to correct themselves or handle themselves, you know, honorably. You know, they just still look and handle the situation as if a motherfucker don't know. Like, they can, I can treat you like this and I don't give a damn if you know better or not. Cause I'm going to treat you like you don't know regardless, motherfucker. I don't care if you know or not. And then whenever somebody holds people accountable just for simple-ass things, they get sent away. And what, do you, get what do you mean they get sent away? They go right. away because they get offended? No, they get sent away. They, go, they get locked up for addressing somebody and handling their feelings. Oh, I got you. You know, like, hell, if I was to sit down and read the Bible, and I went and got jumped. I went to the park and was playing. 
and somebody pushed me or something. And I was like, I don't want to fight you. All right. Y'all got the basketball court. And I walk over there to the basketball uh, pole that the basketball goes connected to. I look around, pick me up a big-ass stone, and I walk up and knock his ass across the head with it and say, well, hell, you just pushed me, and I, I held you accountable before, and I just stoned your dumb ass, and, and I'm finna go do 10 years because I just stoned your dumb ass for hurt or hurting my feelings and pushing me, you know, and people would say that's irrational, but it's actually not. Nobody's there to protect the, the honest and the respectful, you know, and whenever that's taken advantage of repeatedly by any and every aspect because of, because of the free will, then it's just hard to stomach that on a daily with different individuals because at the end of the day, the ones you love the most are the ones that's going to deal with it. Because, I mean, like me, I'm not fixing to do anything to send myself back to jail and I got to deal with any and everybody's attitude because I'm a convicted felon. I'm broke. I don't have no way around. I just got to deal with life because why? The next man has the authority. It's fucked up for people to have to. Sorry. So you feel like you're almost trapped even more and they have you cornered because now you can't do anything because they know. If they when push you. When you're born, you're already at a disadvantage. Motherfucker, mm-hmm. we got this whole game plan set up for you, and we know you don't know it, and we don't give a damn if your parents taught you right or not. This is it, and if you stick your foot in it, you're stuck in it. There's no, here you go, you know, um, I don't know. I did a lot of shit as a youngin', so... The reason I feel like that and say like that or say the things I say is because I did a lot of shit from the age of 13 to 17 and I didn't get locked up until I was 17. So, mm-hmm. it, you know, right. live a certain way and I've sold weed my entire life. I've never been messed with the police. I, I used to get pulled over all the time and they would tell me they know I sold weed. And just tell me to be safe. But you know, that's why, you know, ultimately, though, that's why they did that, too, though. It's because they were waiting for you to get older. Oh, yeah. So you could. They let me build myself up just so they'd have a big fish. Oh, yeah. So so you get comfortable. That's my point. If I I would, if people knew that, if society knew that, I should have been taught better. I should have been not punished and damaged i should have been catered and fucking replenished and taught what was going on you get what i mean right right the shit they're the shit they're feeding you nowadays and doing to you is pure bullshit right once they get their claws in you that's what the one that's what they want to do they want to keep you there exactly Mm -hmm. all it is 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 turn a dollar whenever it's fucking stupid if you knew me as a person, you know, I look at uh, money as a damn piece of a tree with some paint on it, which is exactly what the fuck it is, literally. And I just caught a uh, nice little... Well, I'm wondering if I could go to the power company with the piece of tree with some green paint on it. <laughs> Say, here you go. Right. 
if it, that, and, and we should be able to. People would look at you like you're crazy, but oh, you're gonna take this nice, polished, pretty nice looking uh piece of tree that's been pressed and stained and painted nice, huh? Mm-hmm. It, it don't make yeah. no sense. The next man has the authority because he has money, which is mm-hmm. bullshit. Yeah. And not even money. People are born into it. Born into mm-hmm. authority. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to, I could do a lot of shit. Just like I told my dad the other day, he asked me if I had the means or the knowledge to go and travel and make money. I've already done it. I mean, he he might not have realized it, but I worked with R&B metal structures and literally rode 12, 13 hours away, put up buildings and done side jobs as we was installing buildings. I've done that for seven months when, back when I was like, I think, hell, I don't know how old I was. I did. I think I was about 22. So but, uh, let me ask you this question. Go ahead. If you could do any career that you could choose, and money wasn't an option. What would it be? Honestly, um, stand where I stand at now, uh-huh. with my beliefs and how I look at life, I would build a cruise line for me and my family, and only accept people with children of disabilities and like natural causes and shit like that and cater to them and make cruise lines for them and just open meal. Basically, a, a, and make my, not make my family, but allow my family that wanted to to come out there and live with us and enjoy life. We would always be there. We would have a line. Of, uh, everybody would be able to go to their own side of the ship when they got tired of each other. And you know, what would you call the ship? Shit, the food farm. Well, I wouldn't change it up. <laughs> this the food shit. <laughs> and uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> I could, oh, I could say, I'd probably let my daughters and son name it. Yeah. <laughs> You'll, we'll have to finish this conversation see what else other names we can come up with. <laughs> Put down with the syndrome down the side of that. <laughs> no, that's only when the ship is going down. <laughs> <laughs> no, it ain't. That's, that's what we're going to yell up. when the ship is, is sinking. <laughs> yeah. We run around the Titanic, motherfucker. <laughs> Replay. That would be my luck, huh? Hit the lottery and shit like that. I would have whole everybody by hitting a damn tree or something. A tree? I don't think it's like Titanic hit a tree. There's most definitely trees in that motherfucker. <laughs> I know you haven't seen the motherfucker. Not the ocean. That's why your ass won't get in the damn lake. Thank you, buddy. Oh my goodness. Oh, anyway. <laughs> yeah. We can do this. We can do this every night, and then you could. Uh-
edit or do whatever you need to. Come on, Lona. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely going to edit some of it. But, um, come on. So, all right, then. Well, we'll wrap it up. But maybe you can come back and talk again. All right. I think we should have, uh, did a, uh, rough, uh, rough draft of this shit, a pre-run, a pre-call. Okay. We, uh, air this or do anything. Let's okay, so it. what I'm going to do is I'm going to um I'm going to stop it in a minute and I will send it to you so you can hear it. And then um but this was fun though. I love talking yeah. to you. You're so funny. I know I am. <laughs> I'm very interesting. You are very honest. I love y'all. Okay. And give y'all give y'all next time, I guess. Um, All right. Have a good night. Time. Yeah, I'll do the same. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you can't say all that on a podcast, so. <laughs> though. Maybe I would. I don't know. <laughs> all right, I love you. <laughs> love you, my back.